well, I've been um, asked to give this teaching or this understanding of baptism because we do understand that some people are a little bit hesitant to get baptized and uh, for good or bad reasons. So I just want to run through some uh, slides here with you on baptism. If I could, uh, I don't see it here. So if you can uh, do that for me, please. Yes. So seven, these are compiled from, you know, people telling us seven top reasons for not getting baptized. The one is, I'm not ready, all right? And, and we'll deal with that because I found that people who don't want to get baptized will never be ready. And the longer you wait, the, the less ready you become. And, uh, but we'll look at some verses in a moment as to why we are ready. And then the second is the water is too cold. <laughs> Weather is not right. You know, in China, people are literally dying to get baptized. And they run to some stream or river, uh, even though it's freezing cold in the midst of winter and it's, there's ice there. Ruth, right? You can ver verify that she's from China. Even if it's icy cold, they would they would jump into the water to be identified with Christ. And third is, I'm waiting for God to speak to me. Well, I'm speaking to you on, on behalf of God right now. It's too big a commitment for me. Well, if you made a commitment to accept Christ, this is nothing, alright? This is secondary if you, if you made that commitment to accept Christ, then water baptism is part of it, as we'll see in a moment. I don't think it's important. Well, it's not... Uh, I mean, you, you, you won't get saved through baptism. Even, even if you're not baptized, you still make it to heaven. But we'll see why it is so important. Number six, I don't want to offend my family. And we do understand that some parents... If you are a younger person, your parents who are not Christians may object to you getting baptized. And if you are a minor, we understand that. But when you've become an adult and independent, then you, make, you have to make that choice and that decision for yourself. And it's time for you to stand up so that you can be a witness also to your family. Number seven, waiting for the right company. <laughs> You, you don't want to go it alone. But you know what? Your walk with Christ is, is alone. It, you, it's your, a personal walk with the Lord. You are not going to be holding hands for people to bring salvation to you. This is between you and God alone. Alright? And then the next slide. Thank you. First of all, let's look at some commandments or scripture regarding water baptism. Mark 16, 16 actually makes it very strong, which says, He who believes and is baptized will be saved. And some people go to the extent to say you will not be saved unless you're baptized, but that's not good theology. But basically, it's, uh, that verse is put there to 
emphasize the importance of baptism, that salvation and baptism should be wrapped together. In fact, in the book of Acts, you'll find that most people, when they get baptized, immediately they ask, sorry, when they get saved, immediately they ask to be baptized, like the eunuch from Ethiopia. The moment Philip preached the gospel to him, he accepted Christ and he says, what's hindering me from getting baptized in the desert? And there's a pool of dirty water, perhaps, you know, I'm not sure, in the, an oasis there. And he says, hey, let's go in there. You know, maybe Philip was a bit hesitant, but the eunuch himself wanted to be baptized. Jesus told his disciples, go therefore, this is called the Great Commission, go therefore, make disciples of all nations, all peoples, and he included the baptism in the Great Commission. It's part and parcel of preaching the gospel. It's part and parcel of the salvation that we have. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Teaching them to observe all things that I've commanded you. And so, baptism is a teaching of Jesus. It's a command of Jesus. And so it's part and parcel of discipleship and salvation. Jesus told Nicodemus, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water, and this is, uh, you know, can be argued whether it symbolizes baptism, but many scholars believe that it, it symbolizes baptism. Unless one is born of water, baptized, of water and the Holy Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. I, I don't think here it's talking about salvation, but experiencing all the blessings of the kingdom of God uh, comes through baptism as well. All right, And Jesus himself obeyed the Father, even though he didn't need to be baptized, he was baptized and what happened? The Father's favor was upon him. The Father said, this is my beloved Son. He's so obedient. And the Holy Spirit came upon him. Next slide. Thank you. And so here it's confirmed by the Apostle Peter in Acts 2.38 who said, repent and not just repent and believe in Jesus. Repent and let every one of you, not some of you, right? Okay, you can be excused, man, from getting baptized because you're a pretty lady, you know. That's okay. You don't need to be, your, your pastor's wife, you don't need to be baptized. Every one of you has to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So sometimes we can't receive the gift of the Holy Spirit because we haven't fully obeyed the, law, the Lord in water baptism. And uh, next slide. And Jesus says, If you love me, keep my commandments. Here's a very clear commandment of the Lord who, who says, uh, you know, He says, Preach the gospel and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. This is a commandment of the Lord. And He says, if you love me, keep my commandment, and baptism is part and parcel of what Jesus commanded. He, he asked people to have communion, to remember me through the emblems of communion, and also 
baptism is the other important thing that Jesus himself personally commanded. So a person who loves Jesus and accepts him as his or her saviour will want to follow him in baptism. In the next slide, I think that's the last one. That there's similarity between baptism and marriage. When a couple gets married, is the wedding ceremony ritual really necessary? No, the, the couple are still the same people before the wedding day. Yet still worldwide, everyone wants to have a wedding ceremony to publicly announce that they are now married. The relationship of the couple is not based on the wedding, but it sure means a lot to the husband and wife to have the ceremony, correct? So you are already married. Yes, you can get civil signing and so on, but you, you still want some kind of ceremony to seal it. And so baptism is like getting married to Jesus. And, and people who delay this ceremony is like, let's go sign married. Ten years later, we will have the ceremony. That's not, it, it sounds crazy, but that's what a lot of Christians are doing. They accept Christ. Ten years later, they get baptized. It's already pretty stale, you know. So, but the moment you get married, you want the ceremony. It's an outward symbol of an inward change. So in marriage, we take the name, the, the woman takes the name of the man. So in baptism, we take the name of Jesus. And that's why we are called Christians after baptism. Because we take the name of Jesus. We die to ourselves and we rise up from the water uh, in resurrection power, symbolizing that we've died to ourselves and we now live fully to God. And, and that's why baptism is very powerful because every time you are, you are facing temptations and trials and so on, you remember the incident where you were baptized. You remember the time that you said, I'll die to myself, I give up my own life, and I, I'm now living for Jesus. And in our baptism class that we are conducting from now on, we will have a time where we will get you to renounce your past. Renounce all the bondages, all the curses in your life and, 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 and all the traumas you've been through and bring healing and restoration to you as part of the baptism process. It's a very powerful and important time in your life. So can I just encourage those who haven't had this wedding ceremony with Jesus through water baptism, that you do so as soon as possible. It is very important. The water is not too cold. We'll make sure it's warm enough for you not to worry. And let's not wait for others. Let's, let's do it because it's a personal baptism. It's a personal, just like salvation, it's a personal walk and experience with the Lord. Amen.